Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and our uh, we're producing this episode for Good Crowd Info today, and our guest today, we are we are so lucky. We are so lucky. One of my very favorite people in the crowdfunding universe, Danae Ringelman, co-founder of uh, Indiegogo, is with us today. Danae, thank you very much for joining us. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for having me. It's really exciting to be here. Well, yeah, pleasure's all ours. Uh, you're here to talk about Indiegogo life. Just last month, you... Uh, launched a new, uh, well, what you tell us what you call it, how you think about this new, I want to call it platform, that's probably the wrong, wrong word, for crowdfunding for personal causes. Tell us a little bit more about this. Sure. So it, it's actually, we were just talking about this morning, it's only been a month that we feel like so much has happened. Uh, but as of a month ago, Indiegogo has launched uh, a new sister platform called Indiegogo Life which is basically bringing the best of Indiegogo um, onto a new platform that's focused on uh, personal fundraisers. That's for people who are maybe raising money for a loved one or a friend that's going through a hard time, and there's some medical bills or emergency costs, um, or it's raising money for a celebration, or maybe even for a stranger that's in need. Um, you can use Indiegogo to raise money. It's a very uh, simple and easy way to reach out to your network and, and engage them and raise money for what you care about most. Well, this is a huge, huge space, and frankly, I've been a little bit surprised at how big, how successful, how vital this part of crowdfunding is, but it, but it kind of seems to capture a little bit of everything. Some of it's cause-based, some of it's vacation-based, wedding-based. It kind of pulls from a lot of things, doesn't it? It certainly does. I mean, we've seen everything from campaigns raising money, uh, you know, for a stranger, for example, who just got out of jail and who'd been wrongfully convicted of murder 25 years ago, a stranger saw his story and saw that he only had $93 in his pocket. So he then wanted to, you know, turn this wrong into a right and used Indiegogo to raise $50,000 to give this man a fresh start at life. So Can you imagine how important that was compared to the $93? What, what kind of start do you have with $93? Uh, pretty much no start. And it, it, one of the most touching things about it was that the, the individual who was helped, um, he basically came out of jail and he said, you know, for the last 25 years I've seen the worst of, of humanity, and now you and the world and the hundreds of people that have joined forces with this stranger who just saw my story and was moved by it is basically showing me the best of humanity. And I think that's what really encapsul encapsulates Indiegogo um, and Indiegogo life. What we we also see celebratory stories. We have a young man who's the first, I think, African-American uh, uh, chess master, and he's the youngest African-American chess master, and he's trying to become a grand chess master. And so he needs to go on tour and play a certain amount of tournaments, and it's just going to cost him and his family a ton of money to go do this. But he's really passionate about chess. He's really passionate about being a, a, setting a good example and a positive example for his community. And he's really passionate about doing this. So he reached out and he's raised you know, thousands of dollars to help him go on tour. So it, it really runs the gamut from people helping others in need to people just helping people celebrate uh, the amazing things going on in life, which is why we call it Indiegogo Life. <laughs> yeah. It, it is interesting to me how, 
how big this really is. Can you give us a sense of the traction you're getting at Indiegogo Life? Is it taking off like you thought it would? Um, it's certainly taking off and better than I think we thought uh, than we originally anticipated. I know from when we launched Indiegogo <laughs> back in 2008, um, it took several years for that really to, to, to grab hold. Granted, we, the word crowdfunding didn't exist back then, and we were the pioneers on the block, and we were trying to not just convince that Indiegogo was a place great place to raise money, but we were also trying to convince the world at the time that the internet was a great place to raise money, so we had extra challenges, but I mean, I think what we've seen is we've just seen um, the world respond, we've seen so many campaigns uh, launch, um, we're seeing a ton of activity even within the office here, we have, you know, our, our head of finance um, is a father and his young son is on a baseball team and they're looking for sponsorships, so he quickly put up an Indiegogo Life campaign just to raise $1,000 that he needed to sponsor his, team, his son's baseball team, give him the uniforms um, that they need to, to, to go on the road and, and travel and, and go out to pursue their young dreams, which is baseball. So it's, it's been a really clean and easy way. We've seen um, one of the um, most amazing stories that have come to life, just literally has happened in the last week. Um, many people know about a, uh, a very popular blogger and Tumblr, uh, a man by the name of Brandon, who keeps a blog called Pony, which is Humans of New York. Um, he's kind of created a whole new life for himself, where he left finance, moved to New York, not sure what he was going to do, so he just started taking pictures of, of the faces of New York, and it's just blossomed into this gorgeous blog, and it's really brought the community of New York together. Well, with that, he's just someone who's really realized the beauty of when you do something, you go after what you love and you follow your heart, amazingness happens. And over the course of, of, of the last few years in taking photos, he's just met incredible people. And one of the individuals he's met recently was a young boy um, from New York City who uh, was, com was coming from more of a disadvantaged background and he was having a conversation with him and said, who's the most inspirational person in your life? And, and he basically talked about his, his principal at his school because his principal was really challenging him to really think big and dream big about his future and would remind him, you know, for every kid that drops out of high school, the, you know, the government's building another jail cell for them. So let's not make that yours. Um, you have the choice. And really inspired him and really touched Brandon's heart. So what did Brandon do? He's like, well, let's help this kid. And so he went on to Indiegogo Life to start a campaign to raise $30,000, enough to help the principal out to basically allow her to pursue her dream, which was to take her students from their um, high school and bring them to Harvard and really show them that, you know, what, life outside of New York City, first of all, as well as life in college, like this can be their reality if they really wanted it to be. And the campaign has just done an amazing job. It's really touched up the hearts of so many people around the world. Our engine has really helped get it out there. And I now they've raised over a million dollars, which is far more than the 30000 that he was going for. But now they have enough to send 10 classes of students to Harvard, plus they're creating a scholarship fund of any money raised over $700,000. And so it's just an incredible story of how one person with an idea who, who sees the potential for the world to change and is not afraid to take action is now leveraging technology and Indiegogo life to connect with all of us around the world that share his passion and, share, and want to make an impact too, we've just made it very easy for everyone to make that impact. And as a result, you have things like over a million dollars raised for students of, of New York City and helping them kind of pursue their dreams of, of living a life uh, that they want to live and not the one that you know society expects them to live.
Yeah, oh, that's just it, it's really inspiring. It's amazing what crowdfunding can do, and the the power of crowdfunding. And you've been there to watch it, see it happen over and over again. It's just it's really wonderful. And I really thank you for uh, sh for sharing those stories because they're so powerful. Uh, Danae, I wonder if, if I could just ask you a couple of questions. You've been doing you launched Indiegogo now. I'm thinking seven years ago. Am I counting right? Yeah, we just celebrated our seventh birthday. <laughs> we had a cake in the office. It was exciting. So, I mean, that's that's a big deal. You, that's the the training wheels are off, right? And uh, this is a big deal. But I'm sure in those seven years, there have been times when you've been frustrated and discouraged, as well as all the days you've been excited, thrilled, and happy. But on those days when you're discouraged, I imagine that part of what helps you move forward is uh, the example of some other person, some role model that you look to for inspiration, who might that be? Well, I definitely have tough days. <laughs> I think that's the, uh, the reality of being an entrepreneur. Especially, you know, my co-founders and I, when we started, like I said, this was kind of a new territory. Um, this was a world that we weren't trying to build a faster, better, or quicker, cheaper version of something that already exists. We were trying to fundamentally change finance and make it more fair and more efficient, which um, was needed because the problem with the way finance worked before is that the only way to get your idea off the ground was if you were lucky enough to know somebody that had money that could help you. Um, and most people in the world, you know, are, are not from, you know, high network backgrounds and, and have that kind of community. Most most people in the world are regular people just making, you know, making a good living, trying to take care of their families and and having those connections just wasn't part of their day-to-day -day reality. And because of that, what I think about is how many ideas went unborn <laughs> that we'll never know about um, because of this problem with finance. I was actually just recently watching the History Channel <laughs> And it was, I was geeking out, but um, they were telling the story of how Edison, who invented um, uh, DC electricity, got started. Well, he happened to know a guy by the name of J.P. Morgan, who he was able to convince that this concept of electricity should exist and it could be a, a game changer for the world. Well, think about all the Edisons in the world that, that existed back then that didn't know a J.P. Morgan. We will never know about them, and we will never know what ideas they had simply because they didn't have access to capital. And so Indiegogo wanted to change that, and so and we've done that by creating this open platform for anybody to, you know, if you have an idea, if you have a sense for what needs to change in the world, whether it's opening a local coffee shop because your neighborhood doesn't have one, or if it's, you know, helping a neighbor out who's going through a tough time, who has to take time off work to care for their mother who's sick, and then there's medical bills and expenses that go, or even if you like want to invent something crazy and you know the next electricity, you should have every right to at least try, and you should have every right and ability to connect with others in the world that also believe in that vision and empower them to let them be part of it. And so that's what we've done. So it was hard. Yeah. It's a hard journal journey, but um, I think we're starting to really move the needle, and it's really things are really starting to change. And so. In the early years, and even to this day, there's there's hard days. So getting back to your question, <laughs> what inspires me is um, it's pretty much it's two things. One is um, 
whenever I'm having a hard day, I actually go on Indiegogo and I watch a couple campaign videos of people who are really putting themselves out there and trying to take something from idea to reality and make it happen. Because that that is what we stand for. That is who we that is who we help. And when we see people really putting themselves out there, it just makes me re-inspired to like pick myself back up and whatever was bothering me or frustrating me, just let it go and keep moving forward and just figure out how, how do we need to keep innovating, how do we need to keep making the platform better for all of our customers. Um, and then the second person that, uh, that really inspires me is, um, is my father. And he, I think, and both my parents, frankly, they were, you know, they were small business owners uh, my whole life and they never got a break and they, they never were able to convince a bank to loan them money without having to guarantee absolutely everything in their personal house and kids and everything. So my parents just bootstrapped the business for, for 30 years and they never got a break. And that was the kind of the, the seed that just got inside of me and I watched them struggle and they were hardworking and in September 11th happened they didn't take a salary in order to not lay off people because when you're a small business, you don't have that luxury of being able to lay off people and hire them back when the economy is good. So they just did everything with integrity, and my father passed away, but um, he always just reminded me that, you know, stay with your heart, stay with what, um, what you know, if you think something in the world needs to change, then, um, then you know, you, sh you should make it happen and go with it, and he was, um, he was always reminding me of that, and he, and as we started, as we were starting in the early days, we got a lot. Of, we faced a lot of rejection. We faced a lot of ridicule, and he was the only one there saying, you know, you know, like the his quote that he would always tell me is, "The world has a way of saying no, and you always want to keep the status quo, but it's your job as an entrepreneur to keep saying yes, and don't expect the world to like thank you right away or pat you on the back, but eventually they will, and you just gotta persevere and, and figure it out because the world needs you." Uh, to keep saying yes. Yeah. Well, that's that's really such a, a touching story. I really appreciate you sharing that. You you mentioned this idea of uh, the entrepreneur, the the, the Thomas Edison uh, needing is J.P. Morgan, and that isn't just theory for Indiegogo. I know. I did an interview with uh, uh, Scott. Uh, is it Bruceus that did the solar roadways last year? Mm -hmm. Uh, just during his campaign, raised a million dollars or or more on Indiegogo, right? Two million, over two million. Yeah, I set the record for the highest number of donations on Indiegogo, right? <laughs> uh, could have been, yeah. So I, I think he, I, you know, it was just one of that. It was that crazy inventor kind of story, and people got it. They thought that would be awesome to have the solar panels in the road. That would be a better place for them than out in. Our beautiful landscape. So it's a ge genius idea. I hope he gets traction with it. But yeah, I mean, certainly he will get a lot more than he would have without Indiegogo. That's. I mean, that's. We actually brought them in. Um, he and his wife in. who are the creators. Uh, to every quarter, we bring our team together for an all. We call it all hands. It's to go over how we did the last quarter, what our goals are for the next quarter, and just allow a lot of kind of team bonding because we're now growing quickly. It's easy to like not know everybody's name, and so. It's just really important to keep people connected to each other because we're all, you know, we're all trying to democratize access to capital together. <laughs> um, and so part of that is we always bring in customers to kind of tell their story and tell them how their experience was. And we brought in the Solar Roadways team to talk about it. And they were just, they were, they just epitomized what Indiegogo is about: is two dreamers who 
had done years of work tinkering away on the technology and they just really believed that, you know, they could change the world. And I think there's that Margaret Meek quote, which is, you know, whoever thought that, uh, you know, small, a small group of people could change the world, well, actually, that's the only people who actually do. <laughs> and right. so uh, it goes something like that. I didn't say it exactly right. But that's what they believed. And they saw that, you know, if we could layer our roads with solar-powered panels, we could first use that energy to power our cities, therefore reducing our carbon load by 70 or 80%. It also make the roads safer and smarter, um, so there's less death and accidents going on. So there's just a huge amount of benefit. Well, these are two people tinkering in a garage in Idaho, you know, not connected to any big university with lots of funding or anything like that. And they just put it out there, and the world said we want it too. And Indiegogo is about letting the world kind of shape the world around them, you know, yeah. the creation and ideation process. And so. And it is the perfect to... example of the democratization of capital. It really is. And the president now, of the United States just talked about them in Indiegogo on uh, the, uh, you know, the State of the Union. So crazy going from like small town to president. Yeah, that is. That is just crazy. Now, l listen, uh, why do you care about this personally? Uh, I just want to roll back the onion just a little bit. I think, I mean, I think... I I always I mean it's funny because I used to think that the way I the reason I came up with the idea for Indiegogo was um, when I was working in finance and I was um, I happened to go to this event where I, I totally was naive I thought it was an event with Wall Street bankers and Hollywood producers but it was the opposite and it was the sea of emerging artists and I was the only person from a bank and so they thought I was the money bags and so. I started helping filmmakers and theater producers on the side, just trying to help them raise money because here are these brilliant storytellers who had so much creativity to share and so many stories to share that I just couldn't share them because they didn't know the right person. It was the same Tom Edison story over and over again. But when I was actually working with a colleague and we were just talking about um, childhood, he and I was talking about my parents and my father and how and my mother and how hard they worked for so long. He's like, "That's why you started the Go-Go. It's because." you were part of a family and you're, you witnessed your parents who were never really willing to compromise their integrity but were always willing to do the hard work um, to protect their employees and to take care of them and to take care of their customers but they never got any breaks and that's where it was almost a colleague who held up a mirror to me and said that is why you're so angry and why you're so um, pissed that the, the world works this way and that's what's been the driver and it still is today like even when Indiegogo was starting and we started getting rejected uh, trying to look at raising traditional funding ourselves to grow more quickly um, I always like to say if we had had Indiegogo when we started Indiegogo it would have made, made starting Indiegogo go a lot easier <laughs> but we just had to go the slow route but we were looking at um, taking on traditional capital and over the course of three years, we got rejected by 92 VCs that just didn't see our vision. And um, and it, with every rejection came more motivation to make a Indiegogo work because that's exactly the paradigm that we're trying to get rid of, the gatekeeping approach, which is it worked for a while because it's, it's better than nothing. You know, the idea of having a group of individuals have capital in order to allocate, they aggregate and then they allocate it to ideas. But in the end, it's just a bottleneck. And in this world of the internet and, and sharing economy and where everyone can participate, 
finance is just old, it's outdated, and the gatekeeping approach. And so the new approach is we decentralize the financing um, decision to the people, what ideas should happen, what ideas shouldn't, let the people decide, the people who are going to benefit, the ones to benefit from the ideas anyways, whether it's a new play or whether it's the community helping their leader or whatever, let them decide. And it's a much more merit-based approach and it's a way to tackle the inequity around um, that happens when people who don't know a rich person um, experience, which is, well, their idea doesn't happen. But if they have a community and they have an audience and Indiegogo, our job is to help you amplify that audience and find everybody in the world that would want to be part of it, then um, the only thing standing between you and your idea is hard work. Um, no. That's how it should be. It's America. That's right. It, this is as American as apple pie. Well, <laughs> Danae, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. I wish we had more time to keep talking, but I, I know your time is short. And we really appreciate you being here. Before you go, though, quickly tell people how to find Indiegogo Live and learn more about it. Sure. So if you um, are working with a community project and you need to raise money or you have a neighbor or a friend in need that's going through a hard time, maybe they have some medical bills that they can't afford, um, or if there's just a stranger in your community that could use some help or you've got someone that you want to celebrate, all you need to do is go to Indiegogo Life, which is at life.indiegogo.com. Uh, take a look at some of all the different fundraisers that are there. Be inspired, and all you got to do is click create and get started. You can literally get your your fundraiser up within minutes uh, and just a couple clicks. So it's really easy, and we're here to help you if you have any questions. Fantastic, Danae. Thank you so much for being with us today. We wish you every success in your good work. Well, thank you very much, Devin. Have a great day. All righty, let's do some good. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devinthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devin hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.